Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Bruiser Nation members of all ages, does everybody know what time it is? It's Bruise Cruise time! Hey there, Bruiser Nation. Raise those anchors and get ready to take a ride on the Bruise Cruise. This week, we are getting ever so close to the finals of the G1 Climax Tournament, the 30th edition. That is the 31st edition that happened in the year 2021 this year will take place after we finally finish the 30th edition of the G1 Climax Tournament. But before we get started with Tetsuya Nato versus Toro Yano, we do have to go to the Bruise Cruise Tale of the Tournament. Tetsuya Nato sits at 10 points to Toro Yano 6. A streak of losses for both competitors here. One loss for Nato, so f- not so far, but his last match was a loss. Yano, four matches in a row he has lost. He is eliminated from this tournament. Nato with five wins. Yano with three. Two losses for Nato. Four losses for Toro Yano. Tetsuyo Nato has spent two hours, 58 minutes, and 31 seconds in the G1 Climax Tournament. To Toro Yano's 46 minutes and 20 seconds on this, I believe, final night of competition. Will he last 14 minutes and make it to an hour in this tournament? We'll just have to wait and see. The average match length for NATO, 25 minutes and 30 seconds. Yano's 6 minutes and 37 seconds. Average winning match length for NATO, 25 minutes and 29 seconds. Yano, 6 minutes and 1 second. The average losing match length for NATO, 25 minutes, 33 seconds. To Yano's 7 minutes and 4 seconds. So NATO's pretty even across the board, at least as far as averages go, with, with his match lengths. The shortest win for Nato, 21 minutes, 58 seconds. Yano, 4 minutes, 33 seconds. The shortest loss for Toro Yano, 18 seconds. As far as Nato's shortest loss, 23 minutes and 57 seconds. To his longest win of 28 minutes and 28 seconds. Yano's longest win, 7 minutes, 
15 seconds. The longest loss for NATO, 27 minutes and 8 seconds. Toro Yano, 12 minutes and 20 seconds. So just under 30 minutes. A lot around the 25-29 area between Tatsayo Nato, where Yano barely lasts 10. Nato will more than likely be incredibly exhausted in this match with Toro Yano spending nearly three hours in this tournament. Oh, hey there, Bruiser Nation. Raise those anchors and get ready to wear the official merch of Bruiser Nation Productions. Visit BruiserNationProductions.KenCustom.com and show the world your love of the Bruiser Nation as you go about your day in style. We have Bruise Cruise podcast and to the turnbuckle tees, hoodies, jackets, shoes, bags, and even pillows. You heard that right. Pillows. That's BruiserNationProductions.KenCustom.com. Once again, Bruiser Nation Productions and remember Bruiser Nation stay good because I'm always good he may very well may break the record for highest total match length in a single G1 Climax tournament guess we'll just have to wait and see if it lasts 10 minutes. NATO should be able to defeat Yano sooner, but we have all seen in this tournament that Yano likes to play the, the tape and the cheating game. And by tape, I mean wrist tape game. His G1 Climax 30 victories to Tsayo Nato's in the last five tournaments. So he's got more in this tournament than the last five 56 wins over the last 10 minutes, only second to Hiroshi Tanahashi with 57. Yano is in danger of tying Nagata and Hiroshi Tenzin for the most all-time G1 losses. If he loses this one, and I guess there is one more match, he will make it to 67 losses in the G1 Climax Tournament all-time. But I think we have gone enough with the tail of the tournament. Let's begin G1 Climax 30 action. Toro Yano versus Tetsayo Nato. Toro Yano making his way to the ring, I do believe. Green lights in the background. That gives a pretty cool hue on the G1 Climax Tournament ring canvas. As he comes out with his award for something and a red steel chair and his robe that he's been wearing all year and his, his sash with Japanese writing on it that I can't read, but that's fine. Maybe someday, probably not. I'm terrible at foreign languages. Jawjacking with the crowd a little bit. Not sure what he's saying. I mean, that's fair. This is Japan. So pacing around the corner of the ring. Looks like he is claiming the red corner. Placed his chair under it. Something about Yano and red. Sporting his new shirt as well. He's not only wearing it, but he brought it out. He wants people to scan his QR code on the back of his shirt. 
I really hope that it takes people to his merch because that would be like a legit good idea. And I'm listening to the Jap Japanese version, so I have no idea what anyone is saying as far as what that KOPW 2020 trophy stands for. King of King, King of Pro Wrestling. Look, I just figured it out. How did he win that? That's wild. And now, Tetsayo Nato. The music starts. Red lights flickering in the arena, changing to purple. As he makes his way to the ring. Will he defeat Toro Yano in record time? Hitting the Destino, a member of the Los Ignorables de Japan stable. That's so hard to say fast. Crowd fully behind him, signs everywhere, clapping and stomping, and here comes Tetsuya Nato. In all his glory, wearing his suit as he has the entire tournament. Well, his suit jacket thing. Because he's got the ring gear under it, of course. But he's got his suit on, he's got his jacket decked out in all white, smiling at Toro Yano, possibly laughing at the challenge that he thinks Yano does not present him in this matchup. It would behoove Nato to get this match out of the way early, but he has proven that time is only a number. Looks fresh as hell. But slowly making his way to the ring, not taking his eyes off of Toro Yano. Yes, the IWGP heavyweight champion is not taking Toro Yano seriously. And, you know, why should he? Yano's barely, his longest match was less than 13 minutes. And, and I almost forgot to mention that NATO at this point in time was also the IWGP Intercontinental Champion. NATO two belts, if you will, sauntering to the ring, letting the fans soak it all in. The question is, can NATO get into the finals of this tournament. He wins this match. He gets to 12 points. That may be enough to get him in the finals, but we'll just have to wait and see. So I do believe there is one more night of competition. Still, you can tell he does not take Toro Yano seriously as he toys with him and faints stepping up into the ring 
mind games by NATO, making Yano wait, who is completely fired up for at least maybe eliminated from this tournament. But this is a big chance to show what he's really made of and try to defeat the IWGP heavyweight champion and the IWGP intercontinental champion. But that, the mountain of NATO, is a hard one to climb. And I don't know if Toro Yano has it in him. I don't think chicanery and cheating is going to be able to get it done against Tetsuya Nato. And there he is, finally, stepping into the ring. It felt like forever. That was like five minutes. And he's still got to get his entrance gear off. And they got to get his belts out of the ring. And he's got his baseball cap. I love how he brings that out, too. Like, that's so important. Puts that on the ring post. Dresses like a champion, but never forgets his roots. What is Yano even doing? Is he already trying to untie the red turnbuckle pad? Looks like it. Oh, no. Maybe not. Maybe not. He is pissed off, though. NATO's telling him to calm down, man. Calm down. Calm down. Relax. He's, he's upset because Naito has not been checked for weapons yet. Oh, hey there, Bruiser Nation. Raise those anchors and get ready to wear the official merch of Bruiser Nation Productions. Visit BruiserNationProductions.KinCustom.com and show the world your love of the Bruiser Nation as you go about your day in style. We have Bruise Cruise Podcast and to the turnbuckle tees, hoodies, jackets, shoes, bags, and even pillows. You heard that right. Pillows. That's BruiserNationProductions.KinCustom.com. Once again, Bruiser Nation Productions kincustom.com and remember Bruiser Nation stay good cause I'm always good he is really pissed off I wish I knew what the hell he was saying oh he's struggling with those buttons toying with Toro Yano some more referee admonishing Yano for looks like he's trying to untie the turnbuckle pad or give it shoulder blocks for some reason The Japanese commentators find this very entertaining, and I'll be honest, I do too, and I have no idea what anyone is saying. Where can I get some of those tearaway suit pants? Oh. Toro Yano is super serious right now. The referee's trying to get those pants out of the ring. NATO's stretching, getting limber. He does have both knees taped, just showing the what this tournament has done to him and the, the damage he has taken in these extremely long matches in this tournament. And the bell has rung. Here we go. NATO toying with Yano again. Taunting him with the footsteps that he does. Yano's backing up into his own corner, grabbing the ropes. 
Tetsuo Nato calmly perusing the ring. Getting to know every inch of it that he already knows very well. Oh, oh, almost bow and elbow tie up, but Nato backs off. More mind games with Tetsuo Nato on Toro Yano. Really getting him frustrated. You could, I think this is all part of Nato's plan to get the hell out of this match as quickly as possible. And both men fake the bow and elbow tie up. A giant smile on NATO's face. It's good to see the IWGP and IW, IWGP heavyweight and intercontinental champion out here having a good time. He deserves it. He works hard. Bow and elbow tie up. Yano ducks under and Nato's pissed. Roll up one, two. Oh, wow. He almost caught Yano sleeping as he rolls out of the ring. <laughs> Opens the gate. He is incensed. I think he said this is bullshit, but I'm not sure. <laughs> Backs up into the entranceway. He is very upset right now. Is he saying the hell with this? The referee tell him, get in the ring, man. Let's go. At least, probably, that's what he said. I mean, the crowd's digging it, though. Like, this is absolutely ridiculous. Like, all of Yano's matches are. Oh, the count has begun. The referee's tired of this crap. Yano quickly gets back to the ring. Ask Nato to get backed up by the referee. He's seven. Nato charges again, backing off Yano. Oh, we're at ten. Ten more seconds, and Yano is counted out. Nato is not letting him come in the ring. Fifteen. Genius by Tetsayo Nato. Oh, and Yano just rolls in the ring and gets stomped for his trouble. Exactly what Toro or Tetsayo Nato wanted. Stomping and now crushing his face with his boots, stomping on his head once again, taking quick control of this matchup from Toro Yano. Head vice right against the ropes. The referee is going to ask for the break. Nato is not obliging to the request as he begins his five count, releases elbow to the back of the head, elbow to the shoulder, forearm to the back. Nato is picking Yano apart. Irish whip. Yano catches his momentum and avoids the hip toss from Tetsayo Nato. Nato charges and up and over the ropes as Yano pulls him down, getting one over on the champion. Now he's getting the crowd behind him. Oh, is he going to do a tope suicida? No. Nato ducks under. Yano wasn't going to do it anyway. The crowd loves this man. And now he can't find Naito. This is ridiculous. <laughs> he's looking for him. Turned his back and Nato's back in the ring. And now Nato's removing the turnbuckle pad. 
takes a double axe handle to the back for his trouble as Yano's all over the champion. Irish whip countered by NATO, countered by stepping up into the turnbuckle by NATO. And both men have removed the turnbuckle pads. Oh, and NATO is slammed by Yano. Referee discretion. He is not disqualifying Toro Yano. But the neutral corner pads have been removed as Yano grabs the other one. Ducks, NATO ducks under, kicks Yano right in the chest, but eats a shot to the chest with that pad. It's a stiff pad that could not have felt good on the champion. Like five knife edge chops or something all at once. This Toro Yano is now grabbing tape once again. His MO for this tournament. As NATO fights back, hammers him with right hands, shoves him back first into the barricade, and grabs the tape for himself. He's like, okay, fine. The referee is not happy. Oh, but he yo-yoed it back to him, and he throws it to the referee. What is going on? Irish whip countered by Yano sending Nato into the barricade and he grabs his mist spray and he sprays Tetsayo Nato in the face and he sprays one of the young lions at the, while he's at it and now he's attacking a young lion for no reason shoves him down oh my gosh did he hit his head on the support oh he got more tape and now I see his plan he's taping the young lion and Nato together or at least trying to he's struggling with that wrist tape They are both in between, arm to arm, through the barricade. Yano runs back to the ring. How is the referee allowing this? And they just trying to pull the young lion through. Let's <laughs> go. It's like, get through, come on. They pulled him through the barricade. He's at 17. Oh my gosh, 19. Get in the ring. They got in the ring together. <laughs> and now the young lion's in the ring with Yano and Nato. And Na Yano attacks both men, stomping them back face down into the mat. Bounces off the ropes. Double elbow drop. How is this not a disqualification? I'm so confused. Referee discretion, I, I suppose. This is the G1 Climax Tournament, for God's sakes. <coughs> the world is going on. Yano's still down on the mat as they finally free themselves from each other. Giving the young lion a fist bump, if you will. Oh, no. Now Nato attacks the young lion because it's all his fault. Body slams the young lion onto Toro Yano. This is absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> Pro wrestling ridiculousness at its finest, if you will. And now he's, he's going to body slam the referee into Yano. You can't do that. What is Nato doing? He's going to get himself disqualified as he eats a low blow. The referee missed that one. Chop block to Nato. Roll up from Yano. The referee loses his balance to Tayo. Nato low blow of his own. Roll up one. Two, three. <laughs>
Oh hey there Bruiser Nation, raise those anchors and get ready to wear the official merch of Bruiser Nation Productions. Visit BruiserNationProductions.KenCustom.com and show the world your love of the Bruiser Nation as you go about your day in style. We have Bruise Cruise Podcast and to the turnbuckle tees, hoodies, jackets, shoes, bags, and even pillows. You heard that right, pillows. That's BruiserNationProductions.KenCustom.com. Once again, Bruiser Nation Productions kincustom.com and remember Bruiser Nation stay good cause I'm always good <laughs> oh hats off to Tetsayo Nato and Toro Yano I'm not sure if that even lasted 10 minutes but that was absolutely ridiculous one of those matches that you, you kinda gotta give the crowd some of this nonsense sometimes cause it takes a lot to cheer and clap and stomp for these competitors in these tournaments, these tournament matches tend to be long. And there's a lot of emotion involved. So it's good to see that, you know, we had some fun. It's nice that the IWGP heavyweight and IWGP intercontinental champion can have a good old time in the ring. Bruiser Nation, that is it from this edition of the Bruise Cruise Podcast, the only podcast that brings you pro wrestling for your ears. Next week, we continue our G1 Climax 30 tournament coverage. Special thank you to Voices of Wrestling for helping me out with the stats that I can't keep up with so I can do the Bruise Cruise tale of the tournament. Thanks to Logan Morris and Travis Knapper, my co-host on To The Turnbuckle, every Tuesday live on Facebook Live from 5 to 8 and released later in the week on the Bruise Cruise podcast channel. Score On Air Network, thank you so much for helping me learn to direct pro wrestling matches and really find my voice as a pro wrestling commentator that I don't get paid for yet. But maybe someday. Maybe someday. And of course, special thank you to my clone, if you will, Junior himself, for always allowing me time to do my pro wrestling nonsense, whether it's my podcast or watching way too much of it. And remember, Bruiser Nation, stay good, because I'm always good.